Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Early Mornings, Late Nights, learning together how to pray effectively. My name is Deacon Glenn. Together with my son AJ, we will learn together in order to become effective and efficient in our prayer lives through study of the scriptures, discussions of relative topics, and engage in interviews with ordinary, everyday individuals. Let's begin our journey together. Early mornings, late nights, learning together how to pray effectively. This is the Father-Son podcast team coming to you once again. Praise God. Say hello, AJ. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for listening again. Yep, we're here again to just uh, go through some points on how to pray, how to pray effectively. And today, what are we going to be looking at? We are going to be looking at how to pray according to God's will. How to pray according to God's will. And we're going to be looking at two different things. God's will for who and what to pray for. And God's will for how to pray. Who and what to pray for and how to pray. A lot of times, especially new believers, they don't know, you know, who to pray for, what to pray for, because they just spend most of their time praying for themselves. But that's not what God wants us to do. And we're going to look at that today and how to pray. There are specific ways that he wants us to pray. And we're going to see in the scriptures what those ways are. Now, they are a lot of points here. And we're not going to go through all of the points. We are about yes, to start. And what do we do at the start of all of our podcasts? We've got to pray. <laughs> That's right. So why all don't right. you go ahead and open us up with prayer? For sure. So thank you, Father God, for another day, God, for um, keeping us safe and preserving us. And we ask, Lord God, that you just be with us in the midst of this conversation um, as we tackle the topic of prayer. Give us wisdom and insight and help us to share um, our understanding of prayer with, with those who are hunger, hungry to learn uh, and give us the words to, to speak of, Father God. And we thank you for this platform and what you're going to do uh, through this platform. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. I'm just going to go through briefly uh, God's will for who and what to pray. There are a lot of points, and I'm going to go through them quickly, and then we'll just choose one or two points um, and we'll elaborate on them. Now, God's will for who and what to pray about. I'm just going to go through this list quickly. Pray for our enemies. Pray for God to send missionaries. Pray that we do not enter temptation. Pray for ministers of the word. Pray for government authorities. Pray for relief from affliction. Pray for the healing of fellow believers. Pray for the salvation of Israel. Pray for mercy and forgiveness when you have sinned. Pray for boldness to witness. Pray for wisdom. Pray for God's kingdom to come, for daily provision, for forgiveness of sins, and for guidance and deliverance from the evil one. Those are just some of the things that we are told to pray for. And I'm just going to choose at random one or two of these, and uh, we'll discuss it. Let's start with the first one. And this is probably one of the hardest things to do. It says, pray for your enemies. And this is found in Matthew 544. 
But I tell you, listen to this, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. AJ, how is it possible to do that? It's almost impossible if you ask me. <laughs> I struggle with it. I've struggled with it throughout the course of my life. And it's, boy, it's, it's a difficult thing. But I mean, if you, can, if you can persevere and pray for your enemies, like the word says, um, so much weight gets lifted. So much anger and hurt gets lifted and no longer will hold you down because a lot of the time you may not realize it, but there's a lot, there's a lot of heaviness that, that follows you when you carry all that uh, anger and burden. And if you find a way to pray for them and give it to God um, and he'll help you and, it's, uh, and understand it's a process. It's not something that uh, you can do in one day. You're not going to pray one day and just be okay. Um, but it's a, it's a continual thing, but it's definitely something that will, I believe personally will, will help you in the long run and will free you up of all that uh, stress that you don't even realize is there. So yeah, it's a, it's a difficult thing, but it's necessary. Absolutely necessary. And Jesus shows us that uh, when he walked on the earth, he gave us examples. And one of the examples was when he was on the cross and the prayer that he prayed, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And because of that, we were released in, uh, to be able to receive that everything God has for us. And like AJ was saying, when we uh, harbor grudges or hate against our enemies, our father cannot uh, uh, answer our prayers as effectively as he would want to. If we look at the model prayer right at the very end of it, if you keep reading this in Matthew, I believe, the, the fifth or sixth chapter, it talks about forgiveness. It says, if we don't forgive, neither will our heavenly father forgive us. So we have to learn to forgive. And when we forgive, we are able to pray for our enemies. And when we do that, we have access to the father because that's what the father would do. And that's who he is. He forgives everyone. And, uh, he allow, and that will allow us to be able to come and fellowship with him on a higher level. So it says, pray for your enemies. Uh, Matthew chapter five, um, verse 44. Um, not only did he die for us while we were still yet enemy, I'm sorry, not only did he pray for us, but he actually went a step further and was willing to die for us. Even when we weren't, uh, we haven't, we were still yet enemies of Christ, meaning that we weren't, um, we hadn't made the decision to accept him as Lord and savior. And he says, I, I still love you enough that I'm going to send my only son and his only son said, I love you enough that I'm going to die for you. Even if you haven't chosen me yet, or even if you sin will knowingly or unknowingly, I still love you enough to die. And that's just what an example to, uh, to follow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's have a look at another one. Pray that we do not enter tempt into temptation. And this is found in Matthew 26 verse 41. And that's one I want to read to you a little bit more extensively. And let me find that on my app. And I'm looking down here. This is when Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. I want to read that to you. Um, I'm going to start reading Matthew 26. And I'm going to start reading from verse 36. And I'm reading from the ESV uh, version. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, 
he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we see here that in order to not enter into temptation, and that means anything that is against the uh, God's will, uh, in order to do that, we have to pray. And it says here, this, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. If we don't pray, our flesh is able to overcome our spirit. But in order to make our spirit strong so that the spirit is dominant over our flesh and the flesh is all the desires of, 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 of this world. Uh, that word flesh is a, is, a, is a big word, but just look at uh, just think of it, of all of the desires of this world, all of the things that, um, that are contrary to what God would have uh, for you for your life. So just look at it that way. In order to let the, the spirit be dominant over your, the flesh, we have to pray. And uh, it's very important that we realize that. Pray that we do not enter into temptation. So if you don't want to enter into temptation, if you don't want to keep doing the things over and over that you keep doing, that you can't seem to stop, one of the things that would help you is if you pray continually. AJ, what do you think of that? Oh, just, just as you were bringing that up, I hope at some point in time we can touch on fasting and incorporating fasting with prayer um, because I think the two goes, goes so uh, hand in hand and um, will intensify whatever it is you're praying for. We can touch on that right now. Go ahead. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm still learning about fasting myself and still new, new to fasting and in terms of when I say new, I mean, I don't do it probably as often as I should. Uh, but would like to get into it more, but I like to understand the depths of what uh, what is involved uh, when fasting. Um, I had a great book that I recommended to you, I think at one point that, and um, I can't remember the title of it, but when I do, maybe next episode, um, we can we can make that recommendation, but a great a book for setting the foundation. Um, but yeah, definitely fasting is, is definitely key. Um, we see that... Um, uh, some of the great men uh, in the Bible definitely incorporated fasting uh, in order to pressure heaven uh, on a specific topic or, or a specific um, concern. Um, and it's definitely something that I think we should be utilizing in, in today in the modern day church. And sometimes I think we don't utilize it enough. Um, it definitely takes a lot of discipline. You have to overcome the flesh. Uh, and for those of you that are not familiar with fasting, fasting is either withstanding uh, um, from food altogether for a period of time while only taking in uh, fluids like waters and just basic tea. Um, there's also something that's referred to as a Daniel fast where you only eat vegetables uh, for, and fruits and water um, while praying for, for a set period of time. And, and the whole idea, correct me if I'm wrong, that is just to intensify um, and, and to focus uh, your prayer in, in a specific direction on a specific topic. 
um, and uh, in turn um, intensifying the, your your prayer life overall and giving you the power that you need to um, to pray for a specific thing. Fasting is very very powerful. Where when you fast and pray, you often find that you're able to hear a lot clearer. Now, uh, a lot of times when people fast and pray, they expect that the answer would come, you know, right away. But that's not always the case. Uh, sometimes you would get answers right away, uh, but most of the time you'll find that these things happen over a period of time. But if you didn't fast while you were praying, uh, it probably would not happen at all. But that's uh, uh, another topic that we would have to delve into um, at another time more deeply. So that is uh, another point. Um, one of the things that we have to pray for, um, that we enter not into temptation. I'm just going to choose at random um, some other uh, points. Pray for wisdom. Here we go. That's another one. Um, this is found in James uh, chapter 1, verse 5. And it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. What more do we need than wisdom? Wisdom in all aspects of life. And the Bible says that you can have wisdom if you pray for it and ask for it. Yeah, um, it's definitely something I'm currently praying for. I know that for sure. Wisdom to, to um, know what step to take in life, to take care of your family, um, even something as that might be insignificant to somebody as weight loss, how to eat, what to eat, when to eat, what to do to, to uh, lose the weight, you know, and nothing is off limits when you're talking about wisdom and God will give uh, wisdom freely. Uh, and the Bible makes many references, especially in the book of Proverbs, to how important wisdom is and how um, you should keep wisdom close uh, and be around people who exercise that uh, mindset or, or um, you know, take, partaking wisdom or gaining more wisdom or living a life led by wisdom. It's definitely something that will um, cause save you a lot of headache um, for making poor decisions and doing things you probably shouldn't. Um, and wisdom definitely um, is, is given freely if you ask for it, um, especially in the modern day with so many resources available via the internet, um, so much preaching online, so many good books. Um, wisdom can definitely be gotten um, through those means, but I would definitely encourage everybody listening to start by reading the Bible. I mean, you may not think that your um, understanding of the word is up to par with somebody who might be on stage, but I encourage you guys to read because God can speak to you through the Bible in ways that maybe a book can't. Um, uh, through reading a specific scripture or verse, you, you'll be surprised at the things that God will reveal to you and that you'll learn uh, just by reading. And then you use those other resources to kind of enhance what you've already learned. Uh, but wisdom is definitely key uh, and it's indefinitely important and it will help you in your prayer life. It will give you the, um, when, you, when, you're, when you exercise wisdom, you'll know uh, a little bit more detailed and specific on your prayer life and how to pray and what to pray for when you incorporate wisdom in your, uh, in your life in that sense. So, yeah. And I just want to uh, um, read a little bit further in that, um, in that piece of scripture that I just gave you, James uh, chapter one, verse five. And it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. 
But listen to this part, verse 6. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So when we ask for wisdom, not only wisdom, but anything else, we cannot be double-minded. When we ask, we have to believe that we are going to uh, get uh, what we ask for, exactly what we ask for. If you ask for wisdom, God is going to give us wisdom. The Bible says if you're double-minded, you're just like a wave of the sea uh, driven by the wind. So every uh, wind that comes your way, you're going to move with it. And that's not who we are as Christians. We're not moved by every wind. The only wind that moves us is the wind of the Holy Spirit. Um, It says that you're double-minded and unstable in all your ways. So we have to remember that when we pray, we have to be steadfast and believe that God hears us. And not only does he hear us, but he answers our prayer. And that also is another topic (laughs) <laughs> AJ, what do you think about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. There's so many different areas and avenues to go down. But it's interesting, especially when you start incorporating these things that we're talking about. I know it can get overwhelming. It's a lot of information, but just take your time, go step by step, uh, and you'll see um, that these things are, are extremely um beneficial to you and your prayer life into your life overall it will it will enhance your walk with christ um, and give you that security uh, that you need by uh, being able to to talk to god and and to share your heart with him and him share his heart with you and that's what he longs for that's what you know he's he's a father in that sense and that he wants to speak with his children so yeah definitely take all the, all that we're saying uh, into into to heart and at your own pace you know it's not a race and at your own pace incorporate everything and, and watch, stand back and watch God work. You know? Now, there's another thing that we want to talk about. We said this at the beginning of the podcast, God's will for how to pray. God's will for how to pray. Now, this is by no means an exhaustive list. This is just uh, some suggestions that, you know, we have for you. Um, number one, pray with the help of the Holy Spirit. Pray with the help of the Holy Spirit. Two, Pray with the right motivation. Three, pray with a spirit of forgiveness towards others. We talked about that. Uh, Four, pray with thanksgiving. And five, pray with persistence. Now, uh, thanksgiving and uh, persistence, uh, I believe we're going to be talking about that in another podcast. But praying with the right motivation. This is very, very uh, important. I'm going to read for you from James chapter 4, verses 2 to 4. It says, and this is the NIV uh, version I'm reading. You desire and do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy 
of God. That's some powerful scriptures right there, AJ. That's some powerful stuff there. Want to elaborate on that? Praying with the right motive. Yeah, I, I, man. You, you have to make sure your heart is in the right place, you know, and that's why you have to pray so specifically and, and ask God for wisdom on how to pray. Now, I'm currently in that in that mode as well. Um, I'm trying to find what God has for me and by way of ministry and career and other things on my heart. And I have to be careful because it's, you know, I don't want to pray and waste time praying into the wrong thing or something that he hasn't called me to do. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And um, yeah, you, you definitely want to take that time to find out what it is he's placed on your heart. <coughs> excuse me, guys. Sorry, what's going on? You want to take the time to find out what he has called you to do, what he's placed on your heart, um, so that you can go in the right direction, in the direction that he's called you to go in. Um, so take that time to find out, hey, Father, what is it that, you know, you have called me to do? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Bible makes reference to when the Holy Spirit made us, he knit us in the womb uh, and put it, and put us together in that sense. And, you know, I take that to, I take my understanding of that scripture is that everything that we need in this life or everything that we were created to do has been uh, uh, intertwined in who we are, in the makeup of, of our very being. Uh, things that you know about yourself or things that you might not even be aware of just yet at this stage of life that you're in, depending. Uh, so if you talk to the God, the person who created you, who put you together, um, uh, he'll definitely knows how he made you, what he made you for. So if you talk to the creator, the one that created you, you just ask him, hey, what was I created to do? What is my purpose? What is what am I here on this earth to do? And he'll he'll reveal those things to you. If you just do that walk with him, you take your time and you pray and you seek his face. Um, it'll it'll go well with you. But if you get hasty and you start asking for things that you're not supposed to, or you start um, getting selfish with your prayer, um, you know, things that's when things get a little bit uh uh, dicey and frustrating um so it's definitely better best to avoid that as, as best you can uh and just kind of stay on, on course and as that in that respect now i want to read another uh, scripture here and this one really talks about our um, attitude and motivation in uh, in a way that we could understand uh, and this is found in matthew chapter 6 verses 5 and 6 and it says when you pray do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Listen, we don't pray to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father who is unseen, and then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Praise God. Listen, when we are praying, we're not praying to others. We are praying to God. We're not praying to be seen by uh, uh, somebody else to uh, think, uh, you know, how wonderful um, we are that we can pray this long or we can pray so eloquently. We are praying to our Father and we have to have that right motivation. He says, if you have the wrong motivation, you're going to receive your reward but your reward won't be from him. It'll be from the people who come and pat you on the back and say, oh, that was a good prayer, but that can not do anything for you. You want your father to say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what we're looking for. And the father sees when you're praying in secret and when you're praying in secret, he will reward you. 
So we have to make sure that we have the right motivation. Well, as we said at the beginning of this podcast, there's a lot of material here. So we have a booklet for you. It's called Lord, Teach Us to Pray, Seven Principles of Prayer. If you need this, you need it, you need it, you need it, and you can have it absolutely free. Just send us an email and we will get it to you. We will give you the email address at the end of the podcast. Praise God. AJ, is there anything else you think that we should add today? I know that we gave a lot of material here. We don't want to overwhelm everybody. Yeah, again, I just encourage people to understand that prayer is um, it's, it's a relational thing. As much as we, we respect and we, re- we revere God in that sense, understand that he's your father and it's a relationship. So speak to him. Feel free to speak to him and be open and honest and, and uh, c- cultivate that relationship. You know, it's not just... I have, it's not so formal as everybody would always make it to believe, although there is some formalities. If you get into the Lord's prayer, how you approach heaven, but you know, there's that technical stuff, but in the beginning, you know, um, and, and even though for those who are mature in the prayer life, just understand that you know, you're talking to your father, you know, so be free to, to, to have that open relationship and, and, and build that with him. And I think from, from the comfort of that relation that you build is when you can, I think you have even more effective prayer life. You have a great day or a great evening or a great night or a great morning. Whenever it is that you're listening to our podcast, praise God. Early mornings, late nights, learning together how to pray effectively. God bless you all. Take care. Hey, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, subscribe to our email list. Tell your friends about our podcast. Spread the word about early mornings, late nights. See you all next time. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. And may the Spirit of God give you peace. And may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. See you next time.